Welcome to Call Your Girlfriend, a podcast for long distance besties everywhere. I'm Amina Tussauds. And I'm Anne Friedman. On the agenda, we're talking about Thanksgiving, particularly Thanksgiving with Chosen Family, who we love, Black Friday and workers' rights, and what we're grateful for. Hi, Ann Friedman. Happy day after Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Tell me why. Many reasons. Except for turkey, the food is delicious. Turkey is trash. Everything else at Thanksgiving is delicious. But also, it's the best holiday because there's no presents and there's no obligations. It's amazing. Well, I agree with you. I have, like, taken pains to set up my adult life so that Thanksgiving is, like, a very friend-centric holiday for me. However, I feel like I know a lot of people who have a, feel a lot of pressure and obligation around Thanksgiving and their families. That makes me so sad because it's the best at least like when I was in college, I would get really excited about it because it was like your first real break in the fall. <laughs> just it's so like, true. Oh my God. I'm just like, oh my God, I need a vacation. And it would like come at the right time. But you're right. It's like a lot of people's lives, unfortunately, are revolve around family obligations. It's like you have to go home. The concept of home is not a comforting one for everyone. It's true. So especially after an election like we've had, a bruising election like we've had, I'm sure that for some people this time is more painful than usual. It's true. And, and you know, even for people who, like I consider myself someone who is on pretty decent terms with my family. But one reason that I am is because I've set some really clear boundaries. And like one of the boundaries I've set is I don't go home for Thanksgiving. So, you know, it's like I have a lot of empathy even for people who are like I am in touch with my family, but like seeing them at this particular time of year or like going out of my way when maybe the extended family is there is not on the table. Yeah, Thanksgiving for me is 100% like a friend production. It's You know like how some people have Friendsgiving and then they have Thanksgiving? I'm like, no, Friendsgiving is the main event. 100%, like the, the star of the show is Friendsgiving. Yeah, I've been celebrating Thanksgiving with the same crew for like years. Love them. This year it's a little bit different. I will be celebrating with only one of those people because we're all traveling and it's a little crazy. But, you know, I'm happy. It's like I'm at the pool. I'm like enjoying life and I'm really thankful to be here with my friend. Yeah, I am. I'm traveling this Thanksgiving, so probably won't. I'm not even doing the Friendsgiving celebration. I'm just I'm basically opting out of Thanksgiving this year altogether, which is the first in a really long time for me. I've had really inconsistent Thanksgivings, but there is something that is so wonderful about the kind of commitment to this is a holiday and we're we're all coming together and it's like framed, I mean, not historically, obviously, but like in the now around gratefulness that like is so, it's so lovely to have like a, a holiday where you are acknowledging the primacy of friendship or like a day. Yeah. My most trying Thanksgiving was with you. That's my one consistent Thanksgiving in the last decade. Shout out to my Thanksgiving warriors. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, I met someone from Rancho Cucamonga last week, and I was like, "Do you ever go to that Albertsons? I spent a Thanksgiving in that parking lot once." <laughs> it's like every once in a while, I'll think about that, and I get so angry, and I'm like, "We didn't even have stuffing that day. We didn't." And I get. So so upset you know the folly Um, of youth we chose alcohol and like partying over these sort of like like restorative potential effects of thanksgiving like we 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 played a short game that year at least we had each other it's true and And if i'm honest the thrifting in vegas was bomb.com so it all worked oh my god it was so good all of my best leather goods come from that trip I have some good leather goods from the Virginia suburbs of D.C. as well. But like Vegas has never disappointed on fine leather goods. Yeah. So Thanksgiving friendship production. for us. I, I don't know. It makes me really happy. I'm really uh, I'm just thinking about like people who maybe had like a hard Thanksgiving. And that makes me a little sad, you know, because there are ways that you can make this into, a, you know, like I don't presume to know everything about everybody's life. But there are ways that you can set up some boundaries and make this like kind of a not as terrible time of year for yourself. I do think that whether or not you attend a more traditional, like biological family Thanksgiving, committing to some kind of friend gathering around this time of year is really, really important and great and affirming to be like, this is, you know, there's a community that maybe you were born into. There's also the community that you build around yourself. And the latter is, I have found consistently to be more fulfilling than the former. I know the people we refer to as our chosen family. Oh my God. I love that term so much. It's true. But you know, like, like in all things, you have to be really intentional And you have to plan and you have to make time for each other and you have to prioritize each other. My favorite part of like our Friendsgiving, like Thanksgiving, is whenever uh, Phoebe sends us a reminder to get on top of our Thanksgiving Tumblr that we've been doing for like five or six years now. The group Thanksgiving Tumblr is totally critical when people are not actually in the same room for Friendsgiving, but doing it separately. Yeah, it started in 2010. Thanks, 2010. Every year when she sends that email, I'm like, yes, thank you for reminding us that this is a special time of the year for us. Yeah, and that we have this shared space. It's really, it's nice too, because the low stakes stuff associated with this holiday, i.e. food, you can really, I mean, yeah, you can't like send someone a casserole through the mail, but like, you know, being like, oh, like here's the menu I'm planning or here's this recipe I'm using. It's sort of like, I mean, I know we use Tumblr, not Pinterest, but I feel like it's like the best of Pinterest. Like this sort of like we're going to connect around what is ultimately like a pretty simple pleasure for the day. I love that. Yeah, I really like that. You know, I think that to this element of like, we have chosen each other and we are making an effort. It's like it's like families have rituals, you know, and your chosen family has to have rituals also. And that's something that we're pretty good at. Yeah. And I think that like this is something that even if people don't have a like a chosen family holiday tradition, everyone's always like waiting and wanting someone to start it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if like there, there I have I have always found like immediate immediate support for any idea related to adapting what is sort of traditionally a family holiday in like the most Norman Rockwell of senses or whatever and saying like (laughs) how do we how do we take this and make it ours and like commit to it that idea of annual ritual um, especially as people 
move or like get busier or as their lives change. I mean, basically like all of the same reasons why tradition is important to biological or traditional families. It is, yeah, like 100% a thing for Totally. For that, that's why I get so angry, I think, whenever like, uh, I don't know, like right wingers, for example, <laughs> try to like just shit on concept of non-traditional families, uh, even though I hate that term, non-traditional family is this like realization that it's like yeah we're not like fucking animals we also (laughs) we have structure and we have rituals and we love each other and we we're all trying to be better together and just because like we're not bound by like blood and biology like doesn't mean that we're not a real family it's true and um there is an interesting like among people who have a supportive relationship or at least like a cordial and ongoing relationship with their families and who are maybe disdainful of the idea of like the non-traditional family. I have always been able to like blow their minds if I say something to the effect of like, well, what I love about my city, my big city life is my community, you know, because like it's something, you know, in the values debate or whatever, like we are like so quick to seed family, tradition, ritual, like those things to people who have a pretty narrow view of what those things are. And like, you know, just expressing, I value those things too, just like in a very differently constructed way than the religion and the family I was born into is something that like I have, I have blown minds with back home, just being like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> totally. And in, and I don't know, in some way for me, at least, like there's something that's almost, um, that's almost like sweeter about it because we have chosen each other as opposed to just like we we're kind of in the same boat and we share the same last name. Oh yeah. That's something for me that has been just like consistently important in, in adult life has been like those ties of my friends love me and they choose me every day and they like choose this life that we're making together for each other. And it's true. Like, especially as you move through your twenties and thirties, so many of like the big ritualistic friend gatherings tend to be around still fairly traditional life milestones. Like I think about the times that I've outside of maybe a Friendsgiving that I've gathered with a group of friends. It's like someone's getting married or someone's having a baby or someone is like, you know, it's like it it all kind of goes back to to something that is fairly traditional. And it's like, you know, staking a claim to a holiday that is not revolving around someone's life choices. It's like, no, 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 we do this every year, no matter what everyone's status is or like what's happening with them. Feels radical to me too. Yeah, it does. And I think that it's really important to note that for some people, like your biological family, that concept is really hard for you. Completely, completely. Especially when you, you know, like we're all like city mice, whatever. And there's a reason that like some of us move to big cities and there's a reason that some of us move like across countries or across continents. Recognizing that like it's not all like leave it to beaver or like exciting or whatever. It's like some people have that and it's like, my God, I'm so happy for you that you have that. But like some of us do not. And that doesn't mean that we're like less worthy of love or we're less worthy of like having community. As you navigate through adult life, you just have to recreate those things for yourself. Right. And frankly, it's still a choice. Like when you decide to attend 
a gathering of your, like the family that you were born into. Most of us in adulthood are still choosing to do that. Now there might be like a lot of like guilt or other things at play. You know, for me, I think that one reason I was really able to set some boundaries around my family is because I sort of ask questions about like, who are the people I want shaping my life? And like, who do I want to celebrate once a year or like express gratitude with once a year? And like the answer was, I want my family to still be part of my life. But like, that is not my only, (laughs) like by far and away, you know, it is not my only important holiday space. And I think that too is just being like, like seeing it as an alternative that like, you can choose is is like, I don't know, I wish someone had said that to me when I was younger, like you get to set the terms. I know. But you know, it's like, even that in of itself, it's it's kind of a, to use a Thanksgiving word, it's kind of a blessing Uh, (laughs) that you're that you're able to realize that, you know, like, like family dynamics are really, really complicated. When I am back in my family, like no matter how much, like no matter how much older I am, or like, however much I've achieved or whatever in your family, everybody still plays the same static roles. And to your parents, you're always a kid. Which oh my is God, like both, totally. You know, which like, which like sometimes is kind of amazing, but other times you're like, Oh my God, like I will never grow out of like being a teenager. And those are really hard conversations and boundaries to have with parents as you get older, just like real talking your like, you know, I can't even imagine trying to real talk my dad. Oof. You know, like that sounds, and it's, and frankly, like that's why so many people just like avoid altogether. But I think that like once you realize that you have agency around that, it doesn't have to be as dreadful as you think it is. And if it is, you can also just like choose not to engage. There's a world in which like you don't have to have painful family interactions. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm curious about what you think about the somewhat common thanksgiving tradition of like everyone saying something they're grateful for oh my god i love it are you kidding me i know it's one of my faves too i was hoping you would say that (laughs) that's my favorite part after stuffing that's my favorite part (laughs) so i like it because it forces everybody to be like it might sound really cheesy but it forces everybody to be really introspective but i think too that like the thing that i've always been really surprised by that time it's just like how different we all are. And I think that like in that moment, I'm also reminded of like a lot of the tough shit that like a lot of my friends have gone through in that year. Oh my God, completely. And I was- just really, and just like really recognize, you know, like really recognizing that, you know, every once in a while, like you go around the table and you're like, this year has been tough, but we're still alive and we still love each other and we're still fighting for each other. And I don't know, it reminds you of like the resilience of your community. And that's that's something that for me has always, it always makes me feel hopeful going into the rest of the year. Right. And how much, I mean, I, I, I have totally experienced this as well, like how much the answer to that question of what you're grateful for this year is bound up in almost the worst of the year or like somehow related to the things that if you were to answer the question, like, do I wish this thing had happened? The answer would be unequivocally no. Also the ability in that space of relative emotional safety, like particularly with friends, but like, you know, also just being in like that group introspection is so good for sort of saying like, this is what I took from that, you know, and like what I'm taking forward. Totally. And also like in a, in a weird, like cheesy way, it just, that moment always reminds you how much like we don't take enough time to just be together. Like, it's crazy that like the, the thing that I feel is the first real break in the year comes in November. <laughs> right. Like, right. Year is, is almost over. But I know that I'm always struck in that moment of like, wow, this is the first like pause 
on the air that I I feel. Sometimes it's really hard to it's really hard to hear, but it just like reminds you how hard everybody is fighting all the time. <laughs> like thanksgiving specific traditions not really honestly i like besides like that friend's tumblr and besides the like i don't go home which i think at this point is its own notable tradition <laughs> you know I, i've spent it with like a lot of different configurations of friends frequently people who have actively chosen not to go home that particular year or ever people who kind of have like found themselves like financially unable to travel or like in a city where they maybe didn't expect to be and i i while i love sort of the consistency of like this is an old group of friends and we're all like very invested in each other i have also really found a new level of friendship with people who we've been kind of like thrown together for thanksgiving <laughs> um and i yeah I, thanksgiving orphans i unite. love and i i really you know like like that is something that like you know it's it's funny we're having like a mini thanksgiving right now i'm like hmm i don't really reflect on this enough but um how important the act of like we're going to share in this or co-opt this ritual and perform it together in a pretty accepting way given that we don't know each other all that well yet has led to some really transformative relationships for me oh i love hearing that that's great um that's awesome what are your feelings on i mean so technically today is black friday oof I know we did like a consumerism episode already, but like this is also the first day of pre-holiday frenzy, I feel like. In a, I don't know, maybe frenzy has been happening. I was weeks ago walking behind mall Santa. <laughs> so, you oh know, like it, 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 it has been happening, but like I'm curious how much you play that game or like where you fall. <laughs> you know, honestly, I really hate Black Friday for many reasons. One of them is that, like, you know, it's like the day before where, like, here's what I'm thankful for. And then the next day it's like, get more stuff because you oh don't have God. enough to be thankful for. Capitalism like, so fucking tricky. <sighs> you Sneaky. know, it's like that dichotomy. But also, like, here's the thing that really just annoys me about it, too, is that it means that people who work in retail get zero rest, which is really depressing on so many levels. We already don't get enough paid time off in this country as it is. Then it's also the thing where, like... One year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to save my like electronics purchases for this time mm -hmm. because I think I needed to buy a TV and I needed a mattress. Like, some, Listen, you know, you're like, thrifty. Real, some like sense. real life shit, right? I was like, okay, let's see what the deal is. And the deals are not that good. I was like, <laughs> you are literally going to maul somebody in a Best Buy over $100. Like, no. It's honestly like an American thing that annoys me a, a lot where it's just like, uh, like savings should be savings. And it's like, no, sometimes your dignity and the fact that like people <laughs> are not getting paid time off and the fact that you have to like be at the mall at 5 a.m. Like that's worth more than a couple hundred dollars, like in the grand scheme of your life. It's just like one of those fake frenzies where everybody just like hypes themselves up. Really, you're at Express at 6 a.m. to like <laughs> buy pencil skirts. 
just look at your life look at your choices <laughs> this is like this is not okay it's and it's funny too you know there is that purported alternative to black friday which is buy nothing day which some people are doing but oh i thought you were gonna say cyber monday which is the one where all of the stores get few oh my god where they where they do the sales the thanksgiving sales later on okay setting aside cyber monday which has all of the problems of black friday only less stampeding I have I've sort of like longed for and I guess it's like on me to like do it but I've sort of longed for like something that is actually an alternative to Black Friday like that is something related to doing something you know it's like buy nothing day is not an action like I get it you know saying I'm not gonna like go buy a bunch of stuff but you know what I mean it's like not like a thing that you can wake up and do as you digest your massive meal totally there's like a ton of volunteering that you can do You could like turkey trot if you want. You can so many alternatives to just like buying a TV for $59 less. It's true. But I guess like I guess I feel like I want in the way that like people are trying to make buy nothing day happen and probably have been since like the no logo 90s. Like that is old. Um, (laughs) I'm like I'm like I want there to be. So I know, right? Like Naomi Klein, '90s throwback. Um, I want there to be, and maybe, maybe I need to just like do some more research slash like get a coalition to start it. Like something that is a specific action or activity. If it were just like a, a given thing that like it's not just buy nothing day. It's a day where like no one watches TV and has to, they have to like talk to people. I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's sort of Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> but you know, like, like just like, a, a thing are you kidding that, me? People watch football all day on Thanksgiving. Okay. People, not people I spend Thanksgiving with, but yeah, obviously civilians, civilians. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, no, something I- about like holding the NFL accountable for its various misdeeds. Like maybe that's the action. on. on Honestly, for me, I feel really strongly about like not making people who work retail, like open a store for you because oh, you couldn't get your fucking life together and buy your air conditioner the week before. Lola, like, people buying seems... air conditioners on Black Friday. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't know. There's something so cruel about that because it's not like people who work on holidays are getting paid like an insane surcharge. You know what I mean? If it was like you're getting paid like three times more, by all means, Black Friday, all you want. But when I just think about the people who hold those kinds of jobs and how hard they're working all year and the fact that like the one holiday that you should have to spend with their family and God knows that they deserve that holiday more than most of us. And the fact that that is like a stressful time for them. We have to like clock in earlier and then you have to deal with like crazy people who are looking for bargains. Like it really offends me. I really wish that as a country we would reevaluate what we do. And a lot of stores are like, oh, we're moving our sales to online and whatever. Let's not pretend like those, you know, like warehouses, it's not grape of wrath in there. Totally. Uh, <laughs> is there in our, the crazy lives that we lead, is there really not like one day of the year? that we could give to everyone and just say, this is a day to reflect on your year and be with the people that you love. That drives me, it drives me up the wall. Maybe because I am pessimistic about the total disappearance of like consumerist Black Friday, maybe it's like a national raise the minimum wage day of action or something like that. It's like the the day when all of us who like don't actually have to work for minimum wage can like do or say something i don't know i'm like into this idea of like having having like a focus that is not just buy nothing do nothing no you're right i support this 
Yeah. I'm just too busy being angry about how we treat workers. In this oh my country. God. Yeah. Completely. And I think also I feel, you know, like on a personal level, I probably feel guilty about it because it's also a time of the year that reminds me how much I don't really think about it until this particular time of the year. Yeah. You know, like obviously like I'm aware of like minimum wage fights and I support like fight for 15 and all of those things. But this is such a stark reminder. Here is how we treat workers. Right. And it confronts you with your own privilege on like so many levels. Right. When it's a day that you take for granted on. as a day off work. Totally. Yeah. It's like if you have an office job, you know, you're getting that Thursday off and you're getting and also like it's so gross because then there's all these media stories about like all of the stampedes that are happening. All of it is awful. The content industry around like Black Friday is just really disgusting. Totally. (laughs) It's simultaneously being like, bye, 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 bye. And then also really shamey of people who do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ugh, ugh. It's the same way I feel about President's Day sales and like all of that stuff or Veterans Day sales. I'm like, really, you're going to honor veterans in this country by like selling a mattress like 7% off? Like, really? We do really gross things as a society. It's true. I have very strong memories of being a kid and like I would read the whole newspaper, even like the insert ads for um, Yonkers and JCPenney. What's up, Yonkers? Um, and, and I have very strong memories of like, of, you know, cause like, I don't, I don't really come from like a, a line of hard shopping women or anything like that. So it's not like I was like going to the department store with my mom on those days, but I, I, I have strong memories of like looking at the insert ads for those sales and being like veterans day, 20% off Bali bras, like, you know, or like whatever. It's just like, so you're right. It's so incongruous. I mean, capitalism so sneaky like the the total no capitalism is not sneaky at all it's like very overt (laughs) like you know what i'm saying it's like sneaky is like making you do a thing that you feel better about it's like here they're like no blatant disrespect to people's lives oh i don't know i mean i think if you did a poll and asked people you know what's happening here is it capitalism like i know i know like you are woke to capitalism's ways but like i think that most people who are like are just like shit 20 percent off a bali bra like i'm there <laughs> you know i mean like you're right it's you're right that it's not sneaky I guess what I mean is just so rarely called out as like polluting what should be a like a lovely day of digestion and friends. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. I really appreciate what you said about the shame aspect of it too, because it is also true that like I come from a place of more privilege where I can say like, this like sale does not impact me because I don't think that it's like good enough. But for a lot of people, any break that they can get on things that they need to buy is important to them you know but the fact that it's just like tied into this gross holiday mode and nobody can win is just it's very depressing and it just taints such a good previous day of celebration okay well let's talk like we have let's go back and talk about something posi related to this particular time of the year because we cannot end on like our rantings about capitalism (laughs) my black friday rage yo we're just becoming woker and woker and woker on this show it's hard it is like listen if i can stop one person from like buying earrings at forever 21 on black friday i feel like my work here is done great i hope we get an email to that effect that was like i was about (laughs) to reach for the earrings at forever 21 but i bought the bangle instead because i heard (laughs) it 
that's how skeptical I am of like this is basically like us ranting into the void. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, well, you know what? Let's do this exercise. What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? Uh, first and foremost, I am just so grateful for my community, particularly like the women in my immediate orbit who do so much for me in little ways that are not that little and in big ways that are very, very big. That is my number one, probably this year and always. But I'm really grateful that like those women have continued to invest in me, even sometimes when I am not the best friend to them, which is a real a real thing this year and other years too. It's like the the sort of like the resiliency of friendship, I guess, um, is something I'm really grateful for. That's awesome. What about you? I'm signing off now. Uh, (laughs) Tricked you, tricked you. (laughs) (laughs) Like leaving me gratefulness hanging. (laughs) Gratitude, gratefulness is not a word. Listen to me. I'm I'm thankful for pranks. (laughs) Um, No, same. I am really thankful for just the people in my life who are consistent about showing me that they know me and they love me and that we all want to be free together. That has been such a theme of the year for me, whether it's like getting back together with old friends or even a couple of new friends and just knowing how dedicated they are to the same things that I am has been so heartening. It's made me feel so much better about so many things in the world. And also just knowing that the thing that you talked about, like the resiliency of friendship, it's like it looks sometimes like your friendships look different and things change. But what is always consistent is the people who show up for you and who love you and who want you to thrive and do well. I've been so, 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 so reminded this year and humbled so many times about how many of my friends just want me to do well and how invested they are in my success and how invested they are in my happiness and just how consistently they have been about like saying that to me and voicing it out to me. I'm thankful for black women because black women are the future and they're incredible. It's been a, it's been a hard year for so many things, but it's also been a good year to be reminded of just like feeling loved. Oh, I love that. What about something that is like a tiny slash like, not huge gratitude thing but like you know like like an oprah's favorite things level gratitude <laughs> you know what i mean like what's <laughs> a ca- like a what's a like cafe a cafe gratitude gratitude like, exactly exactly like you have something that like this really got me through this year even though it is not something deep and profound and big i don't know group text messages have really gotten me through the air mm, like good one all of my group chats are lit if you had told me that this was the year that i would get back into text messaging i would not have believed you it's that and uh watching music videos again i like hadn't watched music videos in forever and music videos are so great right now all of these new little baby rappers with their like different colored hair i love those kids Uh, that's that's my uh that's my superficial like things that have gotten me through the year i mean i think it is like I love the like big, deep, this is important gratitude, but I also love like gratitude for music videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, though sometimes it's like, that is what really brings you through. <laughs> yeah. I like rap music again. That was not true. Like this time last year. Uh, thank you. 2016. Thanks. 2016. What's your cafe gratitude gratitude? <sighs> That's a good question. 
I really invested in like midday cooking this year. <laughs> This is like such a weird work from home thing. This is the most Anne Friedmanius answer, and it's why I love you forever. (laughs) I mean, like, just being like, no, I'm going to make this recipe that, like, by all rights should be like a dinner thing and I'm going to take like an hour out in the middle of my day. I am grateful for that. And then, and I I think that I also, I've been, I've been better this year about asking friends for like literally what is sustaining you right now, like send me the recipe and it has borne so much fruit. So like, I think that like cooking is good for me and therapeutic or whatever for me personally is not new. I mean, I do think that like permission in the middle of the day has been a real revelation and I've been really grateful for that. Like those hour long, breaks from my work to like really think about things and I know this is like self-employed work from home privilege for real but but it is my honest (laughs) answer listen working from home is like such a gamble so I like don't believe that it's a privilege it's like hi we're taking a chance on ourselves (laughs) it's like the overhead is real so like you deserve an hour in the day to cook for yourself oh my god I'm also grateful for these men's athleisure pants that finally fit me and I'm like wearing I'm wearing them right now slash every other day like huge huge point of gratitude for like one item this year okay <laughs> it I need to I, I need to directly look into the camera and talk to our listeners about this so <laughs> here's the deal with Anne and sweatpants <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been a decades-long search to find and sweatpants that like meet all of her criteria. Some of it was like very justified, tall lady inseam issues, <laughs> but some of it is also just and specific things. It's like <laughs> nothing will do. <laughs> so we've been on a journey. And the day that I saw her at my door wearing, she like wore these sweatpants out of the store. <laughs> I was so happy for her. When somebody that you love has found their pair of sweatpants, it's just a day you never forget. When I put them on in the dressing room, I mouthed into the mirror, you complete me. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so happy for you. And then you're like running around town wearing sweatpants. I'm like, welcome to my life and welcome to the rest of your life. Listen, I'm grateful that you showed me the way before I even had access to this lifestyle myself. So like other more gratitude. I've been committed to sweatpants our entire friendship, or to soft pants our entire friendship. Yeah, you have never not been committed to soft pants, I feel. Oh my God, it's such an important part of my brand. Okay, one cheesy last thing that I am really thankful for, and it's like too on the nose almost, but I'm really thankful for the Call Your Girlfriend audience who is just so consistent and hilarious and lovely on so many levels and just allow us to keep doing this thing that we love every week. And is so understanding of our flaws and inability to answer email. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love that. And also like, you know, I think that like have challenged us in like a real way and have forced us to be consistent and show up. I know it's like, I feel a real sense of obligation now in a way that I just like did not. And uh, I don't know, you know, like that's if you had told me like, I don't know, even last year that we would be doing a podcast and like doing it regularly and consistently for this much of an audience. I don't know that I would have believed you, but, you know, it's like every week I, I learn something new and it's fun. I know. And I don't know when it started to feel this way exactly, but like there has been a change where 
it felt for a long time that it really was just you and me talking. And like at some point, and maybe it was this year, there was this shift of like, no, this is a big group conversation. And I think that this is the year when I really started to acknowledge that there is this whole community of people who are listening and like, and like really think about that even like as we are recording or like not, not just like, Hey, it's me and you in our respective closets, but like, this is a, this is a bigger thing. And I don't know. I mean, that was, that's been true for a long time, but I think that this is the first year that I really understood it and like appreciated it for, for how wonderful it is and how wonderful everyone who listens is. Yeah, you know, and and just like feeling so supported and knowing that we can like launch a merch store and people will like buy out our stuff or people love to hear what we think about like XYZ issues. And I think for me that that shift happened like fairly recently, but it has left me changed. So (laughs) that feels that feels good, you know, but also like on another level, it's just like knowing that there are like ladies like us in the world. Many men listen to this show. Thank you for your patronage. (laughs) You know, like just knowing that there is like tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand ladies who like talk like us and care about the same things as us and laugh about the same things we do. Like that's pretty fucking rad. I have nothing to add other than like total agreement and maybe we just need to mic drop right now <laughs> i know um you can find us many places on the internet on our website callyourgirlfriend.com download it anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast or on itunes where we would love it if you left us a review you can tweet at us at callyrgf or email us callyrgf at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook look that shit up on yourself <laughs> or on, yeah don't send us a message there or on instagram at callyrgf You can even leave us a short and sweet voicemail at 714-681-2943. That's 714-681-CYGF. I am so thankful that this podcast is produced by Gina. So grateful for Gina every day. Ugh, the best. All right, boo-boo. I will see you on the internet. See you on the internet.